means we can all listen to the sunny side of sports. Great show, bro. This is sunny side of sports. Right here on the Voice of America. Voice of America. Sporty greetings to all our Voice of America listeners. This is VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. Welcome to the March 10th edition of the Sunny Side of Sports. Voice of America! The Voice of America is once again a proud broadcasting partner of the Men's Basketball Africa League, or BAL, which tips off its third season on Saturday in Dakar, Senegal. Please join me and my VOA colleague, Action Jackson Vunganyi, for our pregame show on Saturday at 1530 GMT UTC and at 1600 GMT UTC. We'll have the BAL's opening game between local favorite A.S. Duanes of Senegal and debutant ABC Fighters of Ivory Coast. Fighters head coach Liz Mills says her team has prepared well. So our mindset in the next couple of days as we you know, build towards Senegal is really positive. We know we've put in the work to prepare and we've done everything we can do in order to be ready for game one on the 11th of March. And so for us, we know we've done all the on-court preparation, off-court preparation, such as scouting. I've got a great coaching staff who are looking after all the scouting as well. The players are doing everything possible on the court and off the court to be prepared. Preparation is our competitive advantage. So we're feeling very confident heading into our first game. A confident Liz Mills who says the fighters are focused on lifting the trophy. We're going into the BAL prepared to win it all. We're not going just to participate. We're going to compete. And our goal is first and foremost is to go and win our games in Senegal. The games in Senegal will be played at the Dakar Arena and they'll be broadcast by the Voice of America on radio in five languages. English, French, Bambara, Portuguese, and Kenya, Rwanda. It's game time, Dakar, on the VOA. Season three of the Basketball Africa League is here. Starting off in Dakar from March 11th to March 21st for the Sahara Conference, then heading to Cairo from April 26th to May 6th for the Nile Conference, and the excitement continues to build in the finals in Kigali from May 21st to May 27th. Tune in and follow the BAL on The Voice of America. Now let's go to Ghana, where an aid group is using the growing popularity of basketball and the Basketball Africa League to help keep vulnerable kids in at-risk communities in school. A program known as Dunk Grassroots is offering basketball practice for students who earn reading credits at the library. Sananu Tord reports from Jamestown, Ghana. Emilia Boni, the fourth of seven siblings, lives in the slum community of Jamestown in Accra. She's dreamed of becoming a customs officer and believes her basketball skills can help her get there. She joined a program called DUNK, Developing Unity, Nurturing Knowledge, Grassroots. The sports and education program requires students to keep good grades to continue to play sports. Emilia has done so well academically 
that she has won a scholarship to continue her studies. If you are not doing well, then you have to stop and study, sir. So you get back to where you were, then you start playing the sports again. Dank Grassroots, the youth-led community-based project, targets at-risk women and children ages 8 to 19 living in low-income communities. It uses basketball as a tool to encourage youth to stay in or come back to school. Mohamed Tahir is a co-founder of Dank Grassroots. Once they are committed to the sports, they have cool jerseys, they have a, a team, they go with a bus to go and play a match. They don't want to lose that, right? So you introduce the education by saying, and it's very basic, but it works, you know, saying you have to complete two hours of library before you play basketball. At 4 p.m., everybody's here trying to complete two hours of study before they, they play basketball. A teacher at Accra Wesley Girls High School says they have seen an increase in the number of girls participating in the program. The school has admitted 20 dunk students in a four-year period and gone to win regional and national high school basketball competitions during that time. Sports teacher Vaida Yabani says the program also prepares students to find a job after basketball. After your retirement in the game or your um, injury during your time of play and you can't play again, where do you go? But if you have your education background, you'll be able to um, have something on your own. With the introduction of the Basketball Africa League, BAL, in 2019, basketball has seen a surge in popularity at the national level. In December, the Ghana Basketball Association, or GBBA, drafted its first male and female national teams to compete in the qualifying rounds of the Continental Tournament. VOA is a BAL broadcast partner. Alex Kukula, the vice president of the Ghana Basketball Association, said the opportunity to compete at a continental level will help develop the sport at the grassroots level. We've been linking up with you. We get a calendar and we are trying to work around, around it for our, for our teams to participate in, in BAL. Dank grassroots officials say they will develop their model to also identify talents that has the potential to compete at the international level. Dank co-founder Tahir and his team hope that with the opportunity to play at a professional level, Students will be even more interested in the basketball and the education program. Sananu Tor for VOA News, Jamestown, Ghana. Thanks, Sananu. Nigeria's Quara Falcons will play their very first Basketball Africa League game on Sunday when they meet Rwanda Energy Group at the Dakar Arena in Senegal. What is the mood on the Falcons ahead of tip-off? That's the question Iron Mike Mbonye posed to Falcons team secretary Aziz Bello. The mood of the team is high. The spirit is high. Everybody is actually happy to be in Dakar. And I think the, the spirit in the team and the mood is very high. What's your assessment of Quara Falcons campaign in Abidjan in terms of friendly games against other participating teams in the Basketball Africa League? 
the team campaign in Abidjan was very okay. It was good for the team. We played four matches. We won two and we lost two. We actually played against good opposition. That campaign had actually made us to realize where we need to improve upon in the team and strengthen and make adequate preparation before the commencement of the main championship. The team coaching crew, the technical crew, they are doing everything possible to make sure that the team is ready for the competition, which is starting on Saturday. They are finishing up with their training exercise, with the fitness program and nutrition, and they are making sure that they execute what they have in their plan to the players so that the players will be able to express themselves on the court and perform very well. And you recollect that the head coach of the team who is with the national team, he has arrived, he joined up with the team in Abidjan. And so the technical crew is now complete and they are ready to go. Do you have any message for Quarter Falcon fans at home and abroad about the team's first outing in the Basketball Africa League? Uh, the message I have for Falcons fans home and abroad is that we, we, we are happy that you are representing the country and at this behavior, and we promise to do our best not to disappoint our fans. We want, we are hoping they keep praying for us, for the team, so that we'll succeed. That's Aziz Bello, Secretary Quara Falcons Basketball Club, and Aziz spoke with Iron Mike and Bonier on the telephone from Dakar, Senegal. Sporty greetings. This is Aziz Bello, Secretary Quara Falcons Basketball Club of Ilori Quara State, Nigeria. You are listening to Sony Side of Sport on the Voice of America. Thank you. Thank you, Aziz, and good luck to Quara Falcons in their maiden Basketball Africa League appearance. Hello, this is Heather Maxwell, host of Music Time in Africa. Join me every Saturday and Sunday for an hour of awesome African music. Like to stay on top of new music trends? Breakout artists? New releases? Maybe you just love the classic styles and artists of the past. Or simply the sound and feel of a good beat. Whatever your pleasure, you can get it every week right here on Music Time in Africa. So join me on your local FM station, Saturdays and Sundays at 1500 and 2000 UTC. Thanks, Heather. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington, and you're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. In professional golf, Chad Ramey is the surprise leader heading into Friday's second round at the Players' Championship in Ponte Vedra, Florida. George McNeely reports from Ponte Vedra. So you turn on the computer and you go to the official world golf rankings and you scroll down further, just a little bit more, right there, and you find Mississippi's Chad Ramey at world number 225 on Thursday, 
His bogey-free 8-under par 64 placed him atop the leaderboard here at the 49th Players' Championship. It gives me the confidence, and I mean, deep down, there's, I, I believe I belong out here. I believe I can beat him. It's just, you know, a, a matter of, I guess, proving to everybody else that I can. Ramey's won once on tour and now finds himself one shot ahead of two-time major winner Colin Morikawa. Overall, the game feels really good, and I'm just going to take that into the next few days and um, just kind of use that momentum, you know, to hopefully play three more really good rounds. Morikawa played a string of six holes at five under par, including a tap-in eagle on the par five second hole for a seven under par 65 performance. Meanwhile, in opening round play, Canada's Taylor Pendrith eagled number 16 and birdied the famous number 17 Island Green on the way to a 5 under par 67. Don't think I missed the fairway, and uh, it's yeah, much easier to play from, from the short grass around here. And um, I thought I managed my game very well, didn't really leave myself in uh, too many awkward spots around the greens. Pendrith is in a tie for third place with Ben Griffin and Justin Saw. The trio is a shot up on a group that includes reigning Masters champion Scotty Scheffler. This is one of those places when you're hitting the ball really well and you're getting the ball in position, there's a lot of birdies to be had. But as you start to miss fairways and get out of position, it can go the opposite way very quickly. And so I don't anticipate someone shooting eight under every day and you know finishing at 32 this week i think the scores are kind of going to ebb and flow and we'll see what happens but i'm definitely happy with how i how i played today scotty scheffler who fired a four under par 68 to begin round two trailing chad ramey by four shots from the players championship for the sunny side of sports i'm george mcneely reporting from pata vidra florida thanks george VOA's Sunny Young in Washington, and you're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. You can follow the sunny side of sports on Facebook, Twitter, and at voaafrica.com. My Facebook address is facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny. My Twitter handle is at VOA Sunny Sports. And if you go to VOAAfrica.com, you can listen online to the Sunny Side of Sports and other VOA programs. Check out VOAAfrica.com. This Voice of America programming note, please join me and my VOA colleague, Action. Jackson Vunganyi for our Basketball Africa League pregame show on Saturday at 15.30 hours GMT UTC ahead of the BAL's first game between AS Duanis and ABC Fighters. Joining us now with more basketball news is the AP's Mike Reeves. 
It was a busy Thursday men's college basketball with 16 top 25 teams playing in conference tournaments. All but two would win with only number 12 Kansas State losing to number 22 TCU and 10th ranked Baylor falling to Iowa State in the Big 12 tournament. Number three Kansas won without head coach Bill Self who will miss the tournament after undergoing an undisclosed standard medical procedure. Texas Tech head coach Mark Adams resigned after being suspended recently for racially insensitive comments to players. Georgetown head coach Patrick Ewing was fired after the Hoyas lost to Villanova in the Big East tournament to finish 7-25. In the NBA, Milwaukee gets a big night from Brooke Lopez in a 118-113 win over the Nets. Lopez scores 24 points, grabs 10 rebounds, and blocks nine shots, impressing Milwaukee head coach Mike Budenholzer. Phenomenal. You know, he block on one end, offensive rebound tip in on the other end. You know, it was a it was a close game and you know, he made the plays that made the difference down the stretch. Other NBA winners are the Hornets, Pacers, Jazz, Grizzlies, and Kings. I'm Mike Reeves. Season three of the Basketball Africa League is here. Starting off in Dakar from March 11th to March 21st for the Sahara Conference, then heading to Cairo from April 26th to May 6th for the Nile Conference, and the excitement continues to build in the finals in Kigali from May 21st to May 27th. Tune in and follow the BAL on The Voice of America. Around the clock, the Voice of America keeps you in touch with the latest news. Tune in at the top of every hour, every day of the week. For the five-minute VOA newscast. We bring you reports from our correspondents and interviews with newsmakers from around the globe. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the world. VOA, your trusted source for news and information. Hello, I'm Carol Castiel. In honor of Women's History Month, we feature distinguished public servant Alice P. Albright, the CEO of the Millennium Challenge Corporation. A unique U.S. foreign assistance agency, MCC was created nearly 20 years ago to fight poverty through economic growth. The daughter of former U.S. Secretary of State Madeleine Albright talks about the impact of MCC from Africa to Asia. That's Press Conference USA this Saturday and Sunday on The Voice of America. Thanks, Carol. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington, and you're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. Let's take a look now at this weekend's opening games in the 2023 Men's Basketball Africa League season. Again, the games during this Sahara Conference phase will be played at the Dakar Arena in Senegal. The action tips off on Saturday when local favorite A.S. Duanis of Senegal will host ABC Fighters of Ivory Coast. The Fighters are making their debut in the BAL. On Sunday, there will be two games. Rwanda Energy Group will play Quara Falcons of Nigeria. The Falcons, like the Fighters, are making their debut. And the Reg Falcons game will be followed by an encounter between Stad Malian of Mali and defending BAL champion U.S. Monastir of Tunisia. Samson O'Malley joins us once again with an extra spicy package of African sports news. 
Sporty Friday greetings, Samson. Sporty Friday greetings to you too, Sunny. We begin this weekend's Africa Sports Highlight in Cairo, Egypt, where the young scorpions of Gambia and the young Taranga Lions of Senegal will this Saturday play in the finals of the 2023 Under-20 Africa Cup of Nations. This is after the two teams won their respective semi-final matches. In the game played at the Swiss Canal Authority Stadium, Senegal overcame Tunisia in the first semi-final clash, winning 3 while Gambia, on the other hand, fought hard to edge past record winners Nigeria. Young Scorpions forward Adama Bojang told journalists in Cairo that it is not enough to be in the finals as lifting the trophy is their ultimate goal. Going to the final set is a big thing for them, but that is not enough for the nation, as you can see. They are expecting to have the trophy because this is the first time we are heading to the such kind of competition and you know, going to the final. So, them having the trophy back home will be an amazing moment. In the meantime, Nigeria and Tunisia will play the third place March at the ongoing Under-20 CAF Africa Cup of Nations at the Cairo International Stadium on Friday. The Flying Eagles lost 1-0 to the Young Scorpions of Gambia in the semi-final. Flying Eagles defender Christoganus Ibe believes the team had a very positive outing despite their loss in the semi-final. Well to make on Nigeria fans happy because now they are a little bit down because we lost to the final. So we're going to give them more uh, positive emotions to who can take the third place. And now to Ghana, where the head coach of the Ghana national football team, the Black Stars, Chris Hunting, has named Patrick Bozo, Majid Ashimeru, and Joseph Wolakat in his 25-man squad for this month's Africa Cup of Nations qualifiers against Angola. The former Tottenham Hospital manager who took charge of the team on February 12, 2023, has also included Edmond Addo of Spartak Subotica, as well as Rashford Yebua. Ghana will play Angola in a doubleheader this month in search of a ticket to the 2023 Africa Cup of Nations slated for Cote d'Ivoire in January next year. Prosper Harris, General Secretary of the Ghana Football Association, has dismissed critics who say the absence of coach Hunton on ground in Ghana could affect the Black Stars' preparation. Don't forget that uh, it was a four-man tanker team headed by uh, Motuado. So Christian Hilton uh, is not new to us. And the team is not new to him. Uh, and so it's only Otoado who is of the team. The, the, uh, the rest of the team is now headed by uh, Chris Hutin. And uh, because we want to have some continuity of a sort. And now to women's football. Ahead of the 2023 FIFA Women World Cup in Australia and New Zealand, Africa representatives to the World Cup have stepped up their preparations by participating in invitational tournaments. Bayana Bayana recently returned from one of such invitational tournaments with a silverware from the Turkish Women's Cup where they were unbeaten after two matches. Banyana Banyana goalkeeper Andile Dlamini is of the view that everyone has an opportunity to be in the squad, but she, however, insists that players who want to don the national colours must be disciplined. I think everyone has um, an opportunity to, to be in the squad. You just have to work extremely hard, be disciplined, and, like I said, uh, put the alcohol aside because this is a World Cup year. So you need to be disciplined, respect your craft, you know, and I, I've seen a whole lot of girls that are doing quite well in the Hollywood beds. They are raising their hand and also the internationals are doing so well. You know, uh, I've seen how uh, Hilda Magai has just grown from one player to another. I played with her at Kosafa and just seeing her right now, it gives me goosebumps. 
And now to Kenya, where Nandi Senator Samson Charagai has tabled a motion in the Senate seeking to compel the Ministry of Sport in Kenya to instigate an investigation at the Anti-Doping Agency of Kenya due to increased doping cases in the country. Charagai blamed the Anti-Doping Agency for taking too long to address the doping menace in the country, which he said may affect Kenya's preparation for next year's Olympic Games in Paris, France. The biggest challenge, Mr. Speaker, is the issue of doping. Uh, and that is why it is so dangerous that uh, WADA and the ADAC need to up the game, Mr. Speaker, because we are preparing for 2024 athletics champions. And you know, we don't want our integrity to be dented among the, among in the world global. So, Speaker, there are people who are threatening the careers of our promising athletes, and these are unlicensed coaches, the agents, Mr. Speaker, and they come and tell young people, in fact, I've talked to many athletes who have been uh, in this scandal. They sometimes tell them, take this and uh, painkillers. In boxing news, the Africa Boxing Union title will be up for grabs this weekend when Ugandan Latip Mwenge takes on Tanzanian Alberto Clement at the new Obligato in Kampala. Having won all six non-title bouts since turning pro, super lightweight boxer Mwenge shortly after winning said he is good for the title. His challenger, Tanzanian Alberto Clement, however, thinks differently. Show promoter is Danish Joachim Plambeck. That's a big fight and uh, hopefully now we will get in the, if he win, which I'm quite confident he will, uh, he will get on the WBC's uh, list as well, hopefully, and then uh, they will start to know who he is and then maybe we can make a big world champion fight, not as the next fight, but in the future. And out to cricket, the International Cricket Council announced in 2021 that Namibia will co-host the ICC Men's World Cup in 2027 together with neighboring countries of South Africa and Zimbabwe. This is a world-class event that has the power to significantly impact Namibia's economy and the potential to reach close to 2.5 billion people. ICC chairperson Greg Buckley, during his recent visit to Namibia, said the economic benefits for hosting the Cricket World Cup for Namibia is massive, both in terms of direct and indirect exposure. Thank you, Samson Omale, for that spicy package of African sports news. This is Sony Sino Sports. Basketball is one of the fastest growing sports in South Africa, with junior leagues exploding, thanks in part to the BAL. Zahir Kassam reports from Soweto, South Africa. The feeling inside the arena is electric. Local side Soweto Academy is taking on a junior NBA team from Royal Bafokeng. It's about bragging rights to see who the best ballers in the country are. And no one is holding back. Ten years ago, there were three clubs in Soweto. Today, there are more than 30 clubs for boys and girls. Coach Monwabisi Dlamini, co-founder of the Soweto Basketball Academy, says a lot of growth can be attributed to the Basketball Africa League. Bal is like NBA in Africa. These kids are really like are, are crazy about it. They're crazy about the fact that they're actually seeing NBA type of basketball right here in home. So, I mean, when we had our... The, the, the qualifiers when we, our kids went to go watch the, the Tigers, that was an, an amazing experience because you were seeing actually the very best of the best in Africa and some international players playing there. And it's really helped grow basketball because now, like I'm saying, when kids are seeing this up close, this is something to behold. So it's an amazing experience. 
The success of the BAL has been built on the foundation of work done by the NBA and other basketball organizations over the years, explains BAL Vice President John Manuel Planch. He says the BAL is now the pinnacle of basketball on the continent. The way we think about it is there is the entire basketball ecosystem, the development work, the junior NBA programs, basketball without borders, etc. But then sitting atop that is this you know, glitz and glamour of what the BAL represents, showcasing African talent globally. Since its inception, the Soweto Academy has made sure that the club trained boys and girls. 13-year-old Bokangle Fakane says she looks up to players like WNBA star Candace Parker and says her future, like Parker's, is destined for the courts. I play basketball because it's the first sport whereby I felt connected to it and literally I first loved Nowadays, we're finding a lot more girls playing and literally striving for the same, for the same achievement that we also want to strive for. Voice of America. Voice of America is a broadcasting partner of the African League, which kicks off its new season on March 11th. Point guard and captain of the Soweto Raptors, Nkhlanhla Lekapo, says he wishes there was a BAL team in Johannesburg, but for now, he's happy to support the only South African club in the league. But I know my favorite team is based in. Uh, Cape Town, Cape Town Tigers. I follow it, everything about them. I love how they move. I love the ball, the ball movement, the hustle, the determination, the consistency that they put every time that they go inside the court. Outside, the boys continue to practice their dunks. They might not be slamming it into the net yet, but just like the sport, they will continue to grow. Zay Kassam for VOA News, Soweto, South Africa. And that wraps up the March 10th edition of the show. Thank you for tuning in. I get it. I'm VOA Sonny Young in Washington, and that's the sunny side of sports.